Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Pour It Out with Alana Beverly. I am your host, Alana, and I'm super excited to have you here. This is the 10th episode. I cannot believe that it has been 10 weeks of doing this. And so I just want to stop for a minute and say a big thank you to all of you who have listened, those of you who have listened to every single episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And if you've listened to just one, if this is your first one, or if you've kind of hopped in and there, um, in and out, <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, just any time that you have spent listening to this is super appreciated. All of the encouragement and support and prayers and love is so, so valued and appreciated. I just cannot say thank you enough. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Um, Today's episode is a really special one. I have some good friends of mine, Beth Wright and Linda Elliott with me. We are going to talk about friendship. Uh, I've got a few episodes this month where we are going to talk about friendship with a few different people. And they're going to be some fun episodes. And this is the first one, and it's going to be a good one. We, the three of us, went to Pigeon Forge a few weeks ago and spent a week there. And that is actually where we recorded this podcast. And it was just really fun. We got to, they have been friends for about 45 years now. And so we just sat down and I picked their brains about what does that look like? What does it look like to have a friendship that has lasted four and a half decades and, you know, living life with someone for that long? Uh, there's some wisdom in that. And so they share that wisdom. They share some stories and some laughs. It's a fun one. I really enjoyed doing it being a part of it. And I hope that you are blessed and encouraged by it. So grab a cup of coffee and join us as we pour it out. Well, hi, ladies. Hey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, to get started, I'll have both of y'all introduce yourselves, tell us who you are and as much or as little about you. Actually, I shouldn't say as little, as much as you would like to about yourself. Okay. Um, I'm Beth Wright, and um, I've known Alana for, oh, what, about the last 10 years? Um, there's not much more to know about me. I, I do. I yeah, yeah. Really, you should yes. have her tell about me, and I'll tell about her. <laughs> no, that's okay. We'll do it this way. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's going to come out of you. <laughs> I um I attend Open Door Church. I've been there for like the last almost thirty years, and um, um, got a voice like an angel. Well, I I you know I try to use my gift for the Lord and lift Him up. Um, I've got I don't have a you know immediate family. I never had any children. Just single, never married, and um, but I love my nieces and my nephews. And I my mom and I we live together. Betty, right, Miss Betty affectionately known as Miss Betty. And um, I'm just glad to be here today. The Lord's been good. I'm Linda Elliott. I'm uh, married to Kevin Elliott. I've gone to Open Door for as long as Beth has. That's uh, how Longer. our, well, yeah, but that's how our friendship kind of rekindled. Um, um, I just retired which is a yay. I was a, an elementary uh, music teacher for 29 years. 
and I'm retired. And so I, so I can do whatever I want, <laughs> but don't tell my husband that. Anything else? Paying kids? What? Do you have any children? Oh, I do have kids. I have some awesome kids. We have three kids. Um, they all three live in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, and they went at different times. But um, my oldest, Tori, is a musician, and she is the assistant pastor at a uh, Methodist church down in Winston. And she also has a group called Victoria Victoria that she is um, putting out albums and just things are happening with her there. And then Noah moved down there a couple years later, and he is the youth pastor at that church. And he also plays uh, in her band, and he also does his own music. And then Hallie just moved down there maybe a year or two ago, and she is a nanny. So they all live in Winston-Salem, and Kevin and I live in Chillicothe, and it works. (laughs) Well, we are sitting in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, currently celebrating Beth's 60th birthday. Yeah, man. And we, when we started talking about this trip and we started planning it, I thought it would be super fun to have a podcast with you both because um, you have something that is very rare, which is a friendship that has lasted 45-ish years. Um, and I just think that that's super special and super sweet. And I wanted to, and fun, because y'all are just fun and funny. Um, so I wanted to have you on and just chat about friendships. So to get started with that, um, tell us how you became friends. Well, Beth is, are you three years younger than me? Yeah. Um, Man, it goes back to when I was in junior high and my brother played in a band with Jerry and Gary Holman. And I would go to Frankfurt and um, hang out while they were practicing. And they lived right next to Gary and Jerry. And I met Denise. I don't know that I met you then. Um, But anyway, fast forward to I'm in college and, and it's during the Jesus movement. Best time. Oh, it was awesome. But anyway, we were going to Jesus 78 in um, Florida. It was a big music fest. And Beth came along with Denise. And we had a, was that when we were in the van? No. No. But we had. It Your was, mom's car. Oh, that was when we, oh gosh, we got stories. But anyway, we went down and uh, went to that Jesus festival. And that's when I got to know uh, Beth. And hung out with her sister too. So I just kind of we kind of touch base, you know, off and on through the years. Then you want to tell the next part when you came to, she said, no. So, uh, open door started in 1991. Uh, and that's the church that we go to. And, um, shortly after, and my husband was the, uh, praise and worship leader. And shortly after that, I mean, we were still very small. Beth started coming to open door. And as soon as I saw her, we, we stuck her up on the stage with us because she's got a gorgeous voice and a sweet spirit. And so we reconnected that way. And, um, I had to encourage her a lot to sing. She said, I chipped her tooth once when I shoved the microphone in her mouth. Get that up there. 
Um, but anyway, so it's been, we've been really close friends since 1991 mm -hmm. and just, um, it's, we don't hang out all the time because she lives in Circleville and I live in Chillicothe and we all, both have our own things, but it's always, it's always the same. Mm -hmm. So anything you want to add to that? Oh, uh, she did a good job. <laughs> I told you I'm not doing the talking. <laughs> well, I think then we owe a big thank you to you for getting her up on stage because I think mm -hmm. anybody that's ever heard her sing um, would say that she's just special. Yeah, she had and to be encouraged. So we owe it to you, huh? Yeah, you owe me. <laughs> so, okay, well, now we get to the fun stuff of you said we have lots of stories and I've gotten to hear some of them this weekend and it's been so fun and hilarious. Um, so why don't you share a few of them? Okay. Well, I'll just tag off of what you just said. We went to um, Jesus 78 and um, I went with, well, my sister Denise and then a mutual friend of ours, Denise and Linda and I, and um, we were, I was like 16 at the time. And uh, one of the reasons why I sing today is because of Linda. Um, not just that she almost chipped my tooth, but <laughs> I, was, I was very impressionable. And I was like, I can't, I, I was probably about 15 or 16 when we went to Florida. And she started singing at, we were staying with friends down in Florida and they had a home church. And um, she started singing, um, Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. And it was almost like heaven came down. And um, I said, Lord, I want to sing like that. And it was just the emotion of the song, the heart that she put into the song. And then for God to use her even, let's fast forward, what, 15 years at open door and um to encourage me physically um to sing <laughs> <laughs> to sing again so she's been very vital in that area of my life and i appreciate that i don't even remember that mm. i mean i remember going yeah i don't remember doing that song but mm -hmm. hmm. oh, that's cool yeah she brought the sweetness okay so <laughs> I have so many stories. What was the one I was going to tell? <laughs> Virginia Beach. Oh, yeah. So fast forward, I'm married and I have three little kids. And um, we're going to open door and we all decide to go to Virginia Beach. And um, Beth hadn't been to the beach since we went to the Jesus Festivals. <laughs> okay, so that was in the 70s. This is in the 80s, 90s. 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 So... We, some other people and Kevin and I and the kids and, and then Beth got her own little place um, where we went. And so the first day we go out on the beach and I said, Beth, you, you better put some sunscreen on. And she said, well, I'm black. I hope I didn't offend anybody, <laughs> but that's what she said. And I said, but that doesn't matter. You haven't been in the sun for years. So she didn't believe me. So she had third degree burns all over her body where it was exposed. And, um, that was the first day it was, it was really awful. 
because she had blisters as big as plates on her arms and she wouldn't go to the hospital. I wouldn't, she, she's kind of stubborn that way. <laughs> if any of you know her, you'll know that. Yes and amen, she I'm just here. doesn't want to be a problem. <laughs> but, um, so she, she suffered that whole week. And then we ended up going home early because a friend of mine had passed away and, um, went to the hospital and they were like freaking out about, didn't they say it was third degree burns? Yeah. And did they, did they not have hospitals in yeah. Virginia? That's what they said. <laughs> did you say, what did you say? No, I'm just too stubborn to go anywhere. <laughs> no, that's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I was show and tell. The nurse was taking me around oh. the emergency room. <laughs> Look at these. Look at these oh, blisters. You, you couldn't have believed it. It didn't look real. It that that was it's amazing that you don't you're not scarred from that. But anyway, so every time she's ever outside now, I say, Where's your sunscreen? But, right here. <laughs> I got it. I'm not I got doing it. that again. Anyway, that's just one of many, many stories that we have. One one other story. Um, when we were back coming back from that first Jesus festival. We had my mom's car and it was a, what did I say it was on the way down here? I said, anyway, it was like a sedan. Yeah. So it was in the nineties. It was probably in eighties. No, it wasn't in the nineties. It was in the seventies. Yeah. It was I don't like even, a 70. where am I? <laughs> it's like a 76. Car. Yeah. It was like a 76. It wasn't brand new, no. but anyway, she let us drive it down there. And then on the way back, we got a flat tire and there was no jack. There was no way to fix it. And we were in the middle of nowhere on a highway. And so here we are four women trying to lift up the car so somebody else can get the tire off. And we didn't have a jack. We didn't have anything. And finally, these young boys stopped by. They probably were coming from church because they were all dressed up. They didn't say two words to us. They just came and changed the tire and left. So that was, that was they were probably angels. But anyway... Denise, Denise, that sister kept saying, give me the strength of Samson so she could lift the car and get the, uh, it was just, but that's the way our life has been. Just like, I love Lucy. Mm-hmm. It For has real. been. It's fun. For real. Well, and I know we've talked about this. You don't have any magical tips or anything, but I do think that you have some wisdom and I would like you to share it as far as keeping a friendship um, together for 45 years. And I thought it was interesting this morning when we were talking and I said, well, have you guys ever fought? Have you guys ever gone periods of not talking or whatever because of an argument or a disagreement? And both of you said no. And I think so to have a strong friendship for so long and to have that with no real issues, I think that's incredible. And as an outsider, who has come to the inside over the past several years, I've seen, I know that anytime there's been a need, there's just a quick phone call. And it's like, it's not even a second thought. If time needs to be taken off work or if travel is involved or whatever, like you guys are there for each other. And I think that that, you know, that's not something that happens overnight. It's something that's built and it's something that um, requires work and effort. And so I'm just curious for the wisdom that you have to share with the rest of us. How do you keep a friendship strong and together for as long as you have? 
um, I know that with with Linda, it's not just her her and the friendship that she and I share. She would do what she does for me for anybody. Um, but I do appreciate knowing that I have her there, um, because when I do call and I do need her, um, she is just a quick phone call away, and um, she has taken off work. To um, I've had three medical procedures in the last oh my gosh what <laughs> three or four years mm -hmm. and she has taken me to all of them and um so she's she's always she's she's there for me and um she she i mean from the very beginning being a single person it's in quote as christians usually you're you're you know you're married and so when you're single you don't feel included in in certain things um but she never made me feel that way she always made me feel um included i'm trying so hard not to cry I, you're gonna make me cry <laughs> i'm trying so hard not to cry Ugh. but she's always um included me in things and i don't expect her to fulfill all the needs in my life you know like some friends they think that you have to be there and you have to do this and you have to do that. And, and I don't expect that out of her. Um, but I just, I need her friendship. And when I need it, she's there. I think that's part of it. Just knowing because Beth lives in Circleville and I live in, in Chillicothe. Well, that's only 20 minutes away, but you know, you have things going on in your life. And when I was working and she's working, you know, we, we, we don't hang around. We just don't hang out. Um, but we make it a point mm -hmm. to have dinner every so often when we haven't seen each other outside of church. I mean, we see each other at church every week, but, um, you know, I, I spent my whole life looking for family and, and, um, that's what Beth is. She's, she's more of a sister than she is a friend. And, um, I mean, she's, she's one of my best friends, but she has been a sister to me. I mean, we're family and her mom is like my mom and, um, and there, and, and we've been there for each other in prayer mm -hmm. and like over the years when we've gone through things, different things, we've been able to talk to each other about it. And the other person isn't just, um, you know, Beth, Beth doesn't have any problems saying, now, listen, you know, you need to look at it this way or you know, she doesn't just agree with me, um, but she's been on my side all these years. And I knew, I knew that I had an advocate and that I had somebody to talk to who would be honest with me, but still be for me. And I, uh, I'm sure that's, that has a lot to do with it. Plus we have fun. <laughs> we just have fun. We do. Uh -huh. we do. I love that. I love that be with you and be an advocate for you. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, and I think it's the little things too, that you guys probably don't even pay attention to, but that people see, like, I know on Sunday mornings, like you, not only do you go to the same church, but you sit together every week. And so it's just little things like that, where it's like, you sit together. So, you know, you're going to at least talk for a minute. And it's mm -hmm. just those little touches, you know what I mean? That are intentional, but you don't, you've done it for so long that it's just, I know where I'm sitting on Sunday. I'm mm -hmm. going to sit with her. Right. 
Okay, well, is there anything else that you want to add to that? I don't think so. I mean, I, I there's no magic formula. There's not. And I, I don't feel like it's anything on our part. I feel like it was God. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, God orchestrated us meeting earlier in our life. And, and then God orchestrated her showing up to open door. And um, God wanted her to sing. And, and so it's, it's just God. I mean, I, I really believe that she, God used her to fulfill the need in my life that I needed. I needed somebody just to be an advocate, like I said. So, uh, you know, it wasn't like we saw each other and said, oh, we got to be friends. It's just, it's really something that God did. Yeah, it was. And you do, you laugh a lot, which I think is. We do laugh a lot. Well, I make fun of her a lot. But she's really good about that. She's really good about laughing that. But she she can get those barbs in every now and then. Oh, oh. She sure can. Yeah. Okay. So I'm glad you said that. Who me? Uh -huh. She's just she just acts at. like she's kind when yes. she does it. This is where all the people get to learn how. Oh goodness. How not perfect and how sassy she really oh, is. Oh, I am. I never claim to be perfect. That's for sure. I am not anywhere near perfect. Hey, I just wanted to interrupt the podcast really quick and tell you about a few local partnerships that I have going on with some downtown businesses. The first one is Sweet William Blossom Boutique. It is located at 90 West 2nd Street across from Carlstown House. They have the best of the best chocolate covered strawberries. I mean, literally the best in the whole entire world, I think. Um, they also have gourmet apples, charcuterie boards, they sell candles, they sell a little bit of everything. And now they even have chicken noodle soup and it is phenomenal. I don't even like chicken noodle soup, but I tasted it and I fell in love. It's delicious. Um, they also have a combo where you can do um, chicken salad croissant with chicken noodle soup and it is fantastic. And they just started selling Dirty Pop, cue all of the NSYNC music, and um, they're delicious drinks. They are pop mixed with some syrups and some creamer, and it's made with love, and it's fantastic. So go check them out if you have not been there yet, and I promise you will be so happy, and you can send especially the chocolate covered strawberries. I'm a little bit partial and a little bit biased, but you can send them and they come in a wonderful pink box and it's just magical because it brightens your day right away. Also, the other one is Roast Coffee. It is located at 107 East 2nd Street in the Fort Collective. The best of the best coffee here in town. Um, best drinks, best atmosphere. You walk in, you see tons of people that you know and you get to love on and it's fantastic. The baristas are amazing. They get to know you. They know your order. I literally walk in and they have my drink made before I even pay. Cannot say enough good things. Go check Roast out. Also, it's located in the Fort Collective, like I said, and so there's other stores in there. So you can shop while you wait for your coffee. And so win, win, win. It's fantastic. Go check them out. Both of these places are absolutely wonderful. And if you go check them out, just let them know that I sent you.
Okay, well, we are almost done. I just have one more question for y'all. And, um, well, actually, no, before I do that, is there anything else that you want to add at all, period? Not about friendship, about your friendship, another funny story that you want to share? Is there anything else that you are like, I really kind of want to say this? No. Nope. Okay. Well, y'all are the first ones to say that. (laughs) (laughs) I told Linda this morning, I ask that on every episode and it's kind of surprising. Nobody ever says no. And we say no. (laughs) We're, Um, we, you are stretching us. I know. I know. This has been, we, this is Thursday. We've been here since we left Sunday. We got here Sunday. So it's taken this long for us to even sit down and do this. So I know I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, so the last part of my podcast that I always do, I always ask people, what is the Lord speaking to you? And that started because of Beth, because Beth and I became friends when, well, we got, we became friends through church, but then more so during when I worked at OCU and we would do lunch together and then dinners together. And at the end of every conversation, she'd always say, well, what's the Lord speaking to you? And if it was a time when I wasn't reading my Bible or anything, I'd be like, dang it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> try to come up with something and sound somewhat spiritual. But um, then I just got used to it because she did it every time. And so I was like, okay, if I'm going to meet with Beth today, I need to know what the Lord's saying. <laughs> so I need to have an answer. Good for you, Beth. <laughs> so it pushed me, though, because it made me get in my word, maybe at times when I wasn't being as disciplined or whatever and not seeking him. It was kind of that motivation and that encouragement. I need to, I need to hear from him. I need to have something to say, or she's going to be like, well, why, why not? (laughs) And so now, but I love it because then it would pull something out of me and then she would share and it would pull something out of her. And we've had some of our best conversations through just that question. And so when I was thinking about this podcast and planning the format for it. Um, A lot of podcasters that I listen to, they have kind of their own signature question that they ask at the end of it. And I was, it just was, what's gotta be that. I want to know what the Lord's speaking because I think it just opens up so much. So um, to all the people who have been on the show or who will be on the show, you have Beth to thank for that. Um, because that's where the question started. So since you're the one who started this whole thing, why don't you share first and tell us what the Lord has been speaking to you? What has he been speaking to me? Um, the last few years have been a little rough on me, um, physically, uh, medically. And so I was getting a little discouraged and a little, um, like, God, what is going on? Where are you? Why am I not feeling better? Why is this situation not being taken care of? And I, and I just felt like the spirit one day said, you can't go by feeling. You have to know. And in order to know, you have to know my word. You have to know that I am a God of character. And when I say something, it's for real. And so our emotions are they fluctuate, they go up and down. But when you know the word, you know what God says, you know that he said that he would never leave us and that he'd never forsake us. He's true to his word. And so that I feel is what God is speaking to me at this time. Um, 
that don't trust your fe- don't tr- don't trust your feelings, um, don't trust your emotions because they do go up and down. They do go up up and down at times with whatever season of life that you're in. But if you know God, you know His Word, you know His character. That is the solid rock. That is the solid that you can stand on and that you can believe in and know and know that he is there for you and that he is there with you, even if you have to go through, even if you have to go through it and he doesn't deliver you from it, he is constantly there for you. And I know at times you always, you always wonder, how do you get through things? How do you do that is how that is how if it was not for God, I don't know where I would be. I've told you often um, of the old saints in the church that I grew up in, how they would get up and testify. And I mean, these most of these people didn't have two cents to rub together, but they were getting up and they were testifying. God's my lawyer. God's my doctor. God is my all in all. Whatever, when, I'm, when I'm in need, he is there. And so that is how I grew up. And then I, and then I have a mom that's 88 years old that has trusted in the Lord for almost her whole life. And I have seen her go through hell and high water in this life and she has stood. And so that is the example that I have gone by in my life that on Christ, the solid rock, I stand all other ground is sinking sand Christ is the solid rock. And so that's what he's been speaking to me. Beth, I got you. Don't worry, baby. Don't worry. I've got you. I think it's Tony Evans has a saying where he says, you, you have your feelings, you have your emotions, but you don't let them drive the car. You put them in the back seat. There you go. There you go. You have them. Yes. Yes. You don't ignore them and you don't, deny them exactly you you can't let them drive the car the Mm -mm. lord and his truth and his word is what drives the car and you put them in the back seat yes that way they're there because you have to feel them you can't just you know put a wall up and go forward without them but you acknowledge them Mm -hmm. and then you give them to him and you put them in the back seat definitely what about you what she said (laughs) (laughs) she said everything i was going to say Beth. You need to quit. <laughs> this is how our friendship has lasted. She just agrees with me. I do. <laughs> oh, well, you're assuming that, that I hear God's voice. I do. I do. Um, what God has been speaking to me, and it's been over a matter of time because I am just stupid sometimes when it comes to spiritual things. Maybe not stupid. Mm-hmm. That that's not the right way to say it. But I I let circumstances and people influence me. The you know the way I think about myself and things. But I, the the main thing that probably in the last year, um, and and I've been a Christian since I was ten or eleven. Um, so it's kind of sad that it's been the last year that that God has really been getting through to me on this, but, um, the importance of spending time with God and having that time, just you and God, um, Mm -hmm. my house right now is full. My, my family is living with us, my husband and I, and, 
um, and we love it, but it's, I have to find a place by myself to be with God so that I can hear what God is saying, because otherwise I am too distracted Mm -hmm. and I have to write stuff down because I've got a 63 year old brain that doesn't remember things as much. And, um, you know, my husband is Kevin Elliott. And if you know, Kevin, well, you just know Kevin and, but he, he has always made time to spend with the Lord and he has always journaled and he has always shared what he's learned with other people. And he has a heart for people that way. And um, I mean, I, I just, God has just been speaking to me that the importance of that one-on-one communication with God, even if I don't have anything specific to come out with, I've spent time with the Lord of the universe. And that pales in comparison to all the other things that you go through. Um, you know, God, God loves me. God loves you. God cares for you. And he, he is so patient with us. He is so patient when, when we don't do the things that we should do. Um, you know, if I had gone to Beth and, and wanted to talk to her and she just kind of ignored me, you know, we wouldn't have a friendship, but God stays with us even when we don't pay attention. And, so I get, I'm just rambling, but I guess the biggest lesson to me, and I'm still learning is to spend that time with the Lord mm-hmm. and ask him, you know, what are you saying to me today specifically? So that if somebody asked you, you could say, well, this is what God said, or um, this is what I'm reading about, or this is what I'm God's doing in me. And um, so that's, that's where I'm at. I mean, I've been a Christian a long time, but I'm still learning how to spend time with the Lord. Always, yes. Well, and I think it shifts with each season and with each circumstance. And so I'm going to put you on the spot here and ask you another question. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the season that you are in where you have a full house and it's hard to get that time, you know, there's other people that are in your same situation, maybe not exactly, but there's there's moms who are, you know, have young kids that are up all night or who are stay at home moms. Who That's a hard kids, time. Mm-hmm. You know, who need them 24 seven or, you know, um, adults that are taking care of their elderly parents mm-hmm. or whatever it is, or just in busy seasons of life where, you know, we, I'm in a season now where I'm not working. My kids are in school and I stay busy, but it's easier for me to have that quiet time mm-hmm. and that time alone. Um, but for somebody who's in a busy season like you, where it's just, it's hard and you have to be super intentional. Mm-hmm. What are some way, like, how does it look like to you? Not, and I know it's not the same every day, right. but what are some practical ways of this is a busy season. I can't just sit down at the dining room table by myself because I have a full house. Mm-hmm. So what, what does it look like for you? Well, first of all, if I don't do it first thing in the morning, I won't do it. <clears throat> I, I get, I'll, you know, if I, if I get up and think, okay, I'm going to spend time with the Lord in a minute, it just, it gets away from me. And and then it's evening and I'm like, I didn't even talk to you today, God, or whatever, you know? So I have to, I have to do it first thing in the morning or it doesn't get done. And, and I will say that my husband does that too, before he even gets out of bed, he's spending time with the Lord and, and asking God about his day and stuff like that. And he's been a good example to me that way. So having a full house, um, 
and I'm still working this out, but I have to find a place that I can be alone. And if it's my closet, you know, they say a prayer closet, I, it may be my closet, you know, but it, you know, it's just too distracting. I, I get distracted so easily by the, I mean, everybody does by what's going on in the world and whatever, you know, that I have to, I have to have a quiet place where I can think and I can write. And, and that's another thing I do is I write down stuff because I know I'm not going to remember it if I don't. Um, some people are not like that. Um, but the, the very act of using my hand to write it out gets it uh, more embedded in my heart and, and then go back and read over it again, what God is saying to you. And, um, and another thing, I don't know if this really answers your question, but my, this is something my kids taught me. They, they all went to um, um, the journey in North Carolina. It's, it's a, they call it the farm and they go and they stay three months and it's like intensive training and um, spiritual training. And um, they learn to use their gifts and stuff. But one of the things they learned that my kids taught me, and I haven't, I haven't perfected it yet, but to, to um, have conversations with God. So you, you are writing and you write what you want to say to God, and then you write what God says to you. And when they first told me that, I thought, well, I might write the wrong thing. You know, God might not even be saying that, but there's something about that, that God will work through. And so I try to do that, uh, the conversational prayers, um, because in those, you know, answers come out and I think, oh, okay. You know, I feel like I've really been communing with God instead of just talking at him, um, which is easy to do. Um, so that's what God's teaching me is, what was the question? <laughs> I just tend to ramble. No, you did it. You did it perfectly. I think just finding the time and finding mm. the place. And, and yeah. And like I said, for me, it's first time, first thing in the morning or it won't happen because I get going and there's just no, and it loses its momentum. Yeah. I, but you know, somebody else, it might be better before they go to bed, but you just have to find that time and then try to make it priority yeah. because it is so important. It's so important to, to hear what God's saying. And, and, you know, sometimes if I'll miss it a couple of, you know, just being on vacation, it's not been the same schedule and stuff. And, and I, I just think, have I even talked to you today, God, you know, mm -hmm. things like you can, you can go a week and not even talk to God and then not even realize it, you know? So it's so important, so important to spend time with the Lord and, and hear what he's saying and, and, um, and pouring your heart out to him. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's all. That's what a relationship is. Yeah. I'm the same way. I got to do it first thing in the morning or I won't get done. And so that's why I get up so early and, do it because otherwise once my day gets going even being at home and even not working and stuff it's uh -huh. still there's just always something to be done and always something somebody that needs you or something that needs you there's always laundry uh -huh. and you know there's just always things to keep you busy and so if I don't and I'm very easily distracted so even if there's nobody else in the house I will find mm -hmm. things to distract mm -hmm. me well or I'll be sitting there thinking I need to do this and I need to do that while I'm reading the bible you know yeah Oh, I need to do that. I need to remember, you know, and but yeah. if it's first thing in the morning for me, I want to be quiet because everybody mm -hmm. else is still asleep. So that helps me to focus and to 
I'll write it down so I, so I don't forget because mm-hmm. my memory's not great. And so I'll write down, okay, I need to do this later. But I don't get up and, and do things because I don't want to wake anybody up. Mm-hmm. And so it's easier for me to be still and quiet mm-hmm. and listen and, and do that. So I'm with you on that. Okay, well, anything else? No. We've, we've given you all our answers. Yeah. All the right all answers the, to right being answers. the perfect person. Yeah. <laughs> and if perfect. anybody knows me, they know how funny that is. <laughs> the perfect friends, the perfect people, the perfect all the things. No perfect. Well, I thank you all for being here. I love you very much. It's been so fun getting to, I've seen your friendship from kind of an outside perspective mostly. Um, but over the last few days, getting to see it more up close has been really fun and really special. And so I'm even more grateful that we got to sit down and do this because it, it just means more than just doing it without having the experience behind it. So I love y'all. Love you too. I want to take a minute to tell you about another partner of mine, Maggie and Me Candle Company. I hope that last month you were able to take advantage of that 10% off using my code there. Uh, We will be doing something like that again very, very soon. But I hope that you were able to get some yummy smelling candles because they really are just the best of the best. Uh, They are soy based, hand poured, made with love. They smell amazing. The scent lasts so long. They're just the best candles ever. And I cannot say enough good things about them. If you have not had a chance to get them, uh, you can get them around town at High Five Bakery. You can get it at New System Bakery. You can get it at Nelly Dog. Um, or you can get it online. They have a new website. It is www.maggieandme.shop. Go check them out. You need to get some of them and let them know that Elena sent you. Thank you all so much for listening again this week. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. It was a really sweet one and really special to me. We had a really great week together and it was nice to just relax and hang out and have fun. We had a lot of laughs and I got to, you know, see firsthand just what what friendship, what a long friendship looks like. And it was really, really sweet to see it, to witness it, to see how intentional they are with each other, to see, to hear stories um, of things that they've experienced together. It's just really precious. Friendship is so sweet. It's such a gift. And to have women that I love and I respect and I admire um, just get to share their hearts was it was really, really great. And everything that they said here on the podcast and the way that they were, that's exactly how they are in real life too. It wasn't, there wasn't anything fake or anything. They're some of the most genuine people that I know. And so getting to see them live all of the things that they talked about out was really, really sweet and special. Um, So I hope that you all have a fantastic week and I will see you back here next week for another episode of Pour It Out.